Hey everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls, where a group of friends gather around every week to talk about the things they love, from games to movies to shows. I'm your host, Robert Schlofke, and joining alongside me are Andre Da Silva, Heidi Soto, and Christian Ranches. As we start off, let me try something different. So Heidi, tell me how you're doing, but tell me it in a tone that is completely opposite to the actual words you're saying. I'm fired up. <laughs> Sorry. Just <laughs> talking about video games that we like now. Yeah. Fucking video games. Now let's get to the real nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, the, the important shit, right? <laughs> Resident Evil 7. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I think no, we've I talked it. about Resident but Evil I, in every I, single episode of this show. Or close I to. Feel, I feel like we've talked about Anthem in every single episode yes. of the show. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. that should totally be it. That, <laughs> but just like, how is that? Why? Why are we doing that? <laughs> Why are we punishing ourselves? <laughs> I love. It's so it's so weird though. Yeah, like I'll, if I listen to like one of the old older any of the old other any of the previous twenty episodes, you could just be like, there it is, there it is. Just like a where's yeah, Waldo type thing. Sometimes, part of sometimes the it's so is, subtle, like, like, and just like Anthem, and then we just move on. <laughs> well, because I, I think especially after like the 10th episode or something, we're all, we hate mentioning it, but it's like an example of this, like, you know, what went wrong with something that it's we all like. like. It's just a disaster that, you know, like some research project, where people have to analyze what went wrong in the video <laughs> game industry. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, and that was but the that turning was point. And that, that's the part where, yeah, that's where the the commercial is about to, you know, phase <laughs> when we come back. Because <laughs> even that was like one of the best things. Like when when uh, was it Andre or no? Was it was it or was it Heidi that on a uh, Amazon Prime Day when it's like, oh man, anthems for nineteen ninety nine. Yep. <laughs> I'm it's debating hot right I think, now. I think it is still like, but I think like I think Fallout New Vegas or not New Vegas, but 76 is like 17 bucks on Amazon Prime. I've been debating oh my on that. I don't know. I still don't think <laughs> I can. Like, I just, no, like I, yeah, I've been watching all these. Like they, I was watching a news video just before I I, I logged on, and they're just talking about Beth- Bethesda and their new like. Their new, their newest thing about their their um, their loot boxes or no, their bundles, right? Oh, For like, okay. yeah, these cosmetic bundles that they're charging like all these all these what do you call it? nuka nuka credits for whatever they're called oh, now. Right. Oh, okay. And like people were all outraged because they're like, oh, they want one specific item, but to get that item, they have to purchase the entire bundle. That and sucks. they're just yeah, they're like, come on, Bethesda, just let us buy the one item we want for like so and so amount. Why are you making us buy bundles of stuff we don't we don't want we don't care? I saw, about. I saw an article on Kotaku oh, about um, uh, um, is it Fire Emblem? I think Fire Emblem Three Houses or Three. Yeah, there's some sort of microtransaction in it, but it's very small. Oh, right. 
No, you might you might be thinking about uh, uh, not Fire Emblem Three House, but there's a mobile Fire Emblem game. No, that's not a game. Then it was, it's a game that just came out recently. Let me look up the article now. Yeah, I can't because Fire Emblem doesn't have any microchips. But anyways, the the the, the, the guy that wrote the article or the, the guy whoever, they're like, oh yeah, and people are outraged that like apparently somebody, one of the uh, the people that you know the 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 uh, devs was like harassed on Twitter or whatever and had to close their accounts, which obviously that's not cool. Nobody thinks that's cool. But then the author was like, oh yeah, it's like the microtransactions are in such a way that people don't even have a right to be upset. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, no <laughs> amount, no amount of microtransactions is okay. It does not, like there is no right. amount for me. No, I agree. I agree. Okay. I mean, like Robbie, I, I think Robbie put it put it well though. Like, if it's like something, if it's something like cosmetic, and like you make that choice that you want that cosmetic thing, then I get I get that. If you want to spend that, if you want to make the money for that or spend the money for that, but yeah, when there's like an edge, an obvious edge, or what was they talking about? Um, oh, got it. Yeah, an EA. I remember. I forgot. Like that was a star. I think they were talking about Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront or Battlefield. And, yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah, and then there was like oh, you know, like they they were talking about get, making it to the point that uh, ideally, like uh, from the developer standpoint, or um, he's like oh yeah, maybe like you're running out of ammo, and for one dollar we could recharge your ammo. You know, you just gotta purchase here and we'll recharge your ammo. Like that's where they wanted to go. That's how that's just, that's just, that's how far they wanted to go with this. <laughs> that's, that's that's a I, I if I heard that I I wouldn't be able to like delete yeah. the game fast enough. Especially yeah. if it's like a console game. I think it was like, like the the president no, of EA or one of the head one of the head honchos of EA was like it was like it was like recorded. It was like a voice recording of him saying that, you know, that could be something that we can do. That it's a you know like if it I don't know it just sounds it's just so greedy it's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah I don't know I wouldn't uh, oh, that would piss me off but and it's funny because like for the first time ever like I didn't do it I was so, but I was really tempted because they have the new I was I was playing Division two and um, mm. they have like the the new the new the new uh, specialization the gunner specialization and yeah do you, have you looked it up at all Robbie. I know it's like a mini. It's, it's what I was like hoping for, like a specialization where it's like a mini gun, so you just you don't even have to stay in cover. You just start right. shooting everything. So and, the cool, uh, the cool thing about yeah. the, what I actually liked about it. I mean, of course, if you wanted to, you could get the year pass and you have instant, you know, access to that specialization. What what I liked mm -hmm. was that the way you get that specialization is you have to unlock it through doing all these objectives. There's like four tiers of objectives you got to do. And I'm like mm -hmm. on, I'm on like level three, level two or level three of getting to the objective. And like every, but every tier that you complete, you get like certain, you get like either um, apparel keys or you get like a new skin or something like that. that mm -hmm. And then the final tier is you get to unlock the gunner specialization. So I thought that was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. But the, so the final thing, the final gun is that if for premium access, you get the gunner uniform, which actually looks really, really cool. Um, yeah, uh, and it was the only thing like I was tempted because I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. But, well, don't you get that when you like unlock the class? Because like the other, that's I think the you other get classes are. you get like you a regular. Like... No, you get like a regular one. You get like a regular gunner. Yeah, there's a regular okay. gunner's outfit, uh, um, out apparel, and then there's like a specialist mm. gunner specialization apparel. So that was the only thing I was tempted. I'm not gonna do it, but it looks cool. So they have a. Uh... I yeah, I'm like 
Dauntless is like the my free to play obsession right now. I've like they just had like a new season pass, and I've just been playing that. And uh, between that, Pathfinder and Fire Team Three Houses, I'm like I'm I'm pretty full. Sounds like <laughs> I mean those are big games too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, the good thing about Dauntless is that's a game I could play for like 10 minutes now. And uh, Pathfinder, once I, uh, I was joking with Andre, I was telling Andre, this, this is it. I'm going to just focus on this game. I'll beat this game, and then I will play Fire Emblem 3. 12 o'clock midnight rolls around, and the release of uh, Fire Emblem 3, and I turned it on, and I haven't stopped since. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Oh my god, such a good time. I'm glad. I'm glad. Like I mean, everyone everyone's been talking up about it, so I'm glad it's doing well. And uh, Andre, one of the things that I I was reminded of, and I'll I'll bring it up. We should probably yeah. start recording, but I don't really I have any. You had I mean, I'm recording. Started. I've been okay. recording. Yeah, good, good. There's there's no intro. <laughs> but that's fine. Like this is all natural, you know. Like we're naturally talking about video games, which I think is cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what are we talking about today then? <laughs> I don't have any news. Like uh, I've been, you'd, you'd figure with me, like not really working the last like couple weeks that I, I do this better. But <laughs> I really just between like my son because uh, we're trying to work on like alphabets and stuff now with him and uh, and fire him. Through, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! I'm sure it pays on that. Yeah, all your time is going to ABC. <laughs> I like how a little the, bit of it. Yeah, I like how, yeah, I love how the alphabet and fire emblem. <laughs> yeah, you know, That's getting important. Yeah, yeah, getting That's getting the basics. It's like getting you know, well, Rowan. I... Once he gets to that first grade reading level, he could read Fire Emblem with me. <laughs> Yeah. That's hilarious. All ties it. All ties it. I mean, they did announce the PlayStation Plus free games. Did you get that? Ugh. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw. They're them. not One great. Is, uh, another race. Yeah, another racing Wipe game. Wipeout Omega. Wipeout, yeah. Oh. Sniper and Elite. Other game. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why was that Andre? I mean, <laughs> No, that was me. Oh, God, I loved that. That was such a natural reaction. I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, just, again, like, it's not, it's not my wheelhouse. Like, And I hear, like, this, I actually hear, like, fans of the Sniper Elite. I mean, there's, they, there is a fandom for it, but I just kind of hope they did, like, something at the last minute, too, uh, where they switched it, like, last, last month. But it's been very, like, lackluster for me, especially since... Um, they took away like the PlayStation and Vita yeah. games, and now it's just the two games. I was hoping that they'd be—I don't want to say higher quality, but yeah, like things that would be more interesting to me. And it just seems like right now they're kind of like in a like a B tier. Yeah, I know. Games. Like, like how do you yeah. go from how do you go from Borderlands and and you know become human to to Wipeout and Sniper? Yeah, Sniper Elite. Yeah, and even and even and even you know, you know, it wasn't going to be Detroit. It wasn't going to be Become Human. It was going to be what was it? That other weird racing game. Oh yeah. Oh no, soccer. It was like some soccer game, right? Yeah, but I'm always hoping at the end of the month there's going to be these really good games. But you know what? Like the I have that Xbox Games Pass right now for the PC, as I have to pretty much mention now every episode. And they've got like really good games. Like they just put on. the Shadow of War, 
uh, which is the what is it called? The Lord of the Rings game, a sequel to that. They yeah, just added that and uh, got worms. I like mm. worms, but a Banner Saga. Banner Saga is a really good like strategy game that I was excited about. So they got games that I'm, I'm actually excited mm-hmm. about. Uh, <clears throat> but again, I'm pretty much not even playing that right now. But for five bucks a month, it's worth it for me. Yeah. Whereas opposed to what are you playing, Heidi? Like, are you have you been able to do anything? How's your uh, leprosy? Have you lost any <laughs> other limbs or parts for your? Yeah. No, I haven't uh, lost any more toenails, but I did do my marathon on Sunday finally. So hey. that's Yay. done. Yeah, yep. How was it? Was it everything you could have hoped for? It was incredibly difficult. So by mile twenty, I was just yeah, that was the most difficult. It was the last six miles. <laughs> <laughs> Were you aiming for like done. a specific goal no, of time, or just finish. wanted to like? No, I just it. wanted to finish. That's it. And this was your second, second time. Second right? time. Wow, nice. Yeah. So, are you uh, are you gonna go back for a third time Probably. next year? You you gonna try and make it an annual thing now? I don't know yet. We're st- we're looking into um, races that we would like to take part in, and we're thinking an international race next time. Oh wow! So, yeah. Ooh. So we're, yeah, we're, we might plan around that. And we still got Exciting. the tough, we got the tough mudder. That's true, that's true. There's Which I'm all like game. That here in Cincinnati, I think. <laughs> Was that? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a tough mudder here. I think you know, like next month. Nice. Yeah. We we're gonna do the one in Orlando. Yeah. Nice. In uh, December. Yep. Now, now I, I'm gonna be like, what is a tough mutter? <laughs> it's basically it's like a it's race. Like a tough- it varies. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's a tough mutter with you. No, that's not how. It's so, supposed to be the motto. It? What's a motto? I don't know. What's a motto with you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the ten listeners Bye. don't have. They expect more than this. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. If they listen to us, <laughs> I think this is about right on par. <laughs> well, Sorry, I'm getting I'm... away from Tough Mudder. I still don't know what it is. You still haven't said. I'm assuming some kind of, I don't know, a race? It's a 10-mile uh, run, and there's every half a mile, there's an obstacle. Some, Most of them dealing with mud of some kind, but there's like all kinds. Some of them have like a, like a Ninja Warrior-esque mini obstacle course. Some of them has, you know, like climbing up walls or... Trudging through mud, as it were. But it's but, cool because uh, it takes some teamwork to get through some of it. So it's kind wow. of fun as a team building activity too. I yeah. think it's a good like work. Uh, yeah, de- definitely. Like last year, activity. last year Fabian and, and I did the the tough mudder, and and it was our first time doing anything like that. <laughs> but it was it was a lot it was a lot why do you like so much of that because I, I <laughs> remember some of those and my favorite one was the one that was called electroshock therapy I think it was oh, called and they basically had to run through this field with dangling wires that would give you shock if you touched it oh my god and so uh, <laughs> Fabian and Jen we're just running through it, getting hit by all these wires, and Ooh, like they're selling it the wrong way, though. Fabian, they were, they were like, but Fabian, they were laughing. Yeah, 
But that's the thing. Fabian literally, he reached out and grabbed it because he didn't believe. He wanted to check and see if it was a real wire. So then, <laughs> the moment he gets shocked, he just goes, ow, and starts laughing. <laughs> and then he proceeds to run through and doesn't get shocked again, right? I'm like watching this going like, oh, it looks really easy. So the moment I go, three seconds in, I get shocked twice. <laughs> And I call out going, ow, ow. And then they have a paramedic there. They have an EMT there looking on to make sure no one gets really hurt. And she, the lady just goes, crawl. <laughs> it was the most hilarious thing for me to see because she was like, you can crawl, you know. <laughs> like, you don't need to touch the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, how did Fabian get through it like without anything? And uh, yeah, that was it was something. I, I didn't think it was a real thing. Fabian didn't think it was a real thing, but it was real electric wires. That but funny. it was a lot of fun though. Like yeah, there's it was a lot of teamwork involved. Like you didn't know anybody there. We just knew me and Fabian just knew each other there. But like everyone was there helping each other out through all the all the obstacles and and it was it was a blast. I'm looking forward. And then now Heidi said she's going to join. We have our friend Alex. Yeah. And Alex wants to join. So we're trying to get like a like a team going. It'll be it'll be yeah. a lot of We'll have at least four of us, so that'll be a lot more um fun, I think. Yeah. Rather than a duo. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You guys are more than welcome. That does seem like it'd be very to come and join us in Orlando <laughs> in December. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's gonna be a hard task for me. Sensitive to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Andre. This is your thing, man. It's bu- it's built for people over six feet. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> All the stuff that doesn't hurt me. I I no like running. Like I, if I don't run, I go to jail. You know, if I didn't go to jail, I probably would never run again. <laughs> so same same thing. Obstacle courses. You know, stuff that has to do with mud or no thanks. I'm good. But you get a beer at the end. Uh, well, I can buy a beer anywhere without suffering. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. It's fun, actually. <laughs> it's not actually that bad. It's not that difficult. Yeah, it really. I, I mean, I've never ran 10 miles. And that time, I still didn't run 10 miles. I jogged about six and then, you know, walked fast for the last four. Right. So, but, yeah, it was still a lot of fun. I really liked it. But yeah, that was that's tough mutter. December, Orlando. That being said, well, that's that sounds delightful. I I would love to see you guys. <laughs> that's, that's almost like a little bit like I guess a little bit of jackass, a little bit. It does. Um, it's a little bit of jackass. I do agree with that actually. You guys should just come and be spectators. There's a spectator section. There is. Let's see. But you, Andre, what have you been up to the last, like, two weeks while we've been out? Well, anyways, I think the last episode I had been playing um, Pillars of Eternity and you were, you had started playing Kingmaker or you were mentioning Kingmaker. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, Pillars of Eternity is so much better. And then, like, I, I think I started Kingmaker the next day or something. I, like... 8 o'clock in the afternoon after my kids went to bed, or at night, I guess. And then it was like midnight, and I was like, oh, fuck. You know, it's been three hours, and 
Uh, it's just an awesome game. I've been playing the game since since then for two weeks. Uh, probably could have been it like what two or three times by now, but uh, I have this <laughs> yeah. habit. I mean, this game About is particularly, I guess, it's a little more uh, common for that to happen because this is the type of game where like time is going on the game, and if you don't get to certain places at certain times, like things happen without you. You may lose opportunities or whatever. But long story short, I think I had like a 49-hour save game when I started from the beginning again. <laughs> uh, and then I had like a 40-hour game, you know, and I started from the beginning again. And oh now, I'm, and now wow. I'm like I'm on like a 50-hour game so far. Uh, and I had some thoughts of starting over, but I decided not to. Um, but it's just a great game. I mean, it's to be honest, it it may be better than Baldur's Gate 2, which is my favorite RPG of all times. Um, very, very successful game where they add the whole kingdom management thing, and it scratches that D&D itch like nothing else. The writing is awesome. Uh, it's a really good adventure. It's fun, but it's, you know, like, interesting and, and kind of, um, what's the word, uh, I guess challenging enough. Uh, just a great game all around. Um, they're, they're talking about a second one, um, and I think Robert mentioned there's a there's a console port that's being made, so definitely recommend you guys playing when you can. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, no, no, I love it too. It's like uh, I just that is one of those games. Though I have to say one of the drawbacks about it is, is like Andre said he he restarted several times, and part of it is because of the game because it is so bad. It, like teaching you stuff like you always find out things like way later that you could have done better or anything like that it is very like it doesn't not that it should handhold you at all but it just everything is vague the like tutorials are super vague they don't point out things clearly uh so that's something i would like to see them do better but oh, everything andre said about the story being like really like it's like a really traditional D D type game all the characters i love uh, I think there may be like one character that I'm not like particularly a fan of in my party, but other than that, even the characters that are like evil, they're like all really interesting. Uh, and I've been having like a blast. And it's really about like your kingdom and how you work a kingdom. So it's it's a little bit more epic than I think just like a band of heroes with like not a particular cause. You know, having that kingdom management uh, is really I think is what. Like, kind of like sets it apart from other games like this uh and i'm really That's digging it too and i am going to get back to it i think andre at this point he's a little bit farther than i am after his, even after his like third reset but yeah <laughs> but with uh once like fire emblem came out like i've just been waiting for that game for so long that i'm I'm wholeheartedly addicted to this game. So, uh, yeah, the uh, I guess the biggest game I've been playing, it finally came out, you know, I've been mentioning that I've been looking forward to it all year, is Fire Emblem Three Houses. And uh, I got it, and I had talked a little bit with Andre so much, and we've always said that, like, you know, Andre has been a staunch, I'll get a Switch someday. Uh, well, after me talking to him a little bit, he's also gotten it too. So me and him just want to talk quite a bit about our, you know, like our first impressions of it. Uh, I've actually played quite a bit of it because I've been off for the last like two weeks, but I definitely want his opinions and he can kind of like chime in and ask some questions because I'm significantly farther in the game than he is. I actually wound up beating the first uh, 
a house. So let's kind of give a quick rundown of this. Yeah. Uh, Andre, help me out if uh, I'm, I'm missing anything, uh, please. So it basically the, the game starts off where you are like a, a mercenary and you get recruited to this like right. a church to teach as a professor. And basically after like the first battle, you have to choose one of the three houses, which is like uh, the – they have like eight eight kids in there, more or less, all of different personalities. You don't really get much of a background before you choose one, but uh, there's like there's the uh, Black Eagles, which is led by like uh, the the female Edelgard, which she is like the emperor of her land. Because basically, the way it works is these three factions, all the people in there in in that house are from like a country. So you basically are going to pick which one to teach throughout this year and so forth. And basically there's like a red house – sorry, there's a black house. There's a blue lions, which are like these nobles from the holy kingdom of Fargus. And then like this uh, group of nobles from called the Golden Deer, which they're from like the Lancaster Alliance, I believe, which they are basically like a group that they're not – Yeah, they're they're rich merchants. They're like basically – they're like a democracy of sorts. So uh, yeah, so the three houses are pretty varied. Uh, I uh, I guess we'll start off on which one I chose. I chose uh, the the Black Eagles, uh, led by Edelgard. She's yeah. Uh, I I remember me and Andre were talking about it since you don't have very much leeway of like them telling you what these personalities are like because you kind of the first battle in the game is like you're with the three leaders, so you learn a little bit about them, but you kind of have to take a shot in the dark of who you like, like who looks interesting because. Once you right before you choose, they let you talk to everybody in the the monastery or where the school is, and kind of based off of that, I was really torn in between the golden deer, which you know they just seem like a very group of people, and the uh, black eagles. Yeah, and the thing about this that's, that's interesting too is that at first when I you know before I bought the game, I also bought a switch to play the game, right? So before mm-hmm. I before I did that. I was watching a video online, and I do that sometimes with, you know, Let's Play, just kind of to see what the actual gameplay is like. And, um, I, you know, I was trying to, I was kind of trying to think about these these three nations that you have to pick. Uh, and then I was like, okay, it's not about the nations, about, you know, the kind of group of students that they are. And then when I'm actually playing the game, and I'm pretty sure it's the same for you, you had nothing to do with anything about where they were from. It was yeah. just and like you go talk to the characters and it's about like the eight personalities they have and the, you know, the kind of mix of, of people in that group, uh, which I, I thought so far for me, it's kind of one of the high points of this game is how much um, something like the character's background and personality, which honestly, that's something that I could normally care less, but it's a really big part of this game and it just it's done so well uh, that it, it works, you know, it makes me want to play the game. Yeah, definitely. Like, with me, which I'm, like, almost the opposite. Like, normally, like, the, the story, uh, okay, I could take or leave it. Like, whatever the the group of characters are doing is typically, like, oh, I'm going to save the world. You know, I come from the world of, like, Japanese RPGs, which pretty much everybody is, like, the main hero, and they're all out to save the world. So it's about the characters for me, uh, usually, of how, how their personalities are and how they they uh, work with each other and that's what I really like about this game so far like first off the the battling is fun in general and we'll get to that in a minute but 
this game really focuses, and a lot of these Fire Emblem games too, especially since like the DS ones. I, I don't have much experience with the uh, ones prior to that. I actually, I've never played one. So my first introduction was like uh, Awakening on the DS. And, and a lot of the story, like there's a major story, which is, you know, you could take or leave it. It's, it's, it's interesting, but it's what this game does well is you start, the more you fight with other people, like other members, you kind of build up relationships with them. And like, there's like several levels. So like you just start getting closer to these characters. And then there's usually like a little, little 30 minute, one minute cut scene when you level up your relationship with them. And that's not necessarily like a romantic relationship. It's just a lot of it could just be like camaraderie. Cause yeah, in these, in these games. And you learn a little bit about each of these characters. But not only you have these, these little scenes with the characters to learn about them, but every other character in this game also has scenes, like usually like three or four scenes with every other character. So you really get to learn about these personalities throughout the whole story, which I love. And that's, that's really what attracted me to this game in the first place, more so in the fighting. I love tactical games, but that, like, having... To learn about these characters and growing with them in this story and how they interact with each other has been it's been a real delight for me yeah and you know this is a it's like a long-standing series right like lots mm-hmm. of folks play fire Emblem games and the formula has somewhat been the same right so there's the tactical battles and in between them you would have maybe a menu where you would go in and Maybe you would buy items, or maybe you would recruit troops, or maybe some training, you know, uh, change class if you can, you know, advance your troops somehow. Uh, and then at times you would actually move around the map that's kind of like um, like, a, like a game board, sort of, you know, um, like a tabletop board, you know, like sort of game of life sort of thing on, on rails. Yeah, kind of, kind of like just like an overview world map, and then like there'd be a little point of interest. You go there, you click yeah. on like menu and then you would go to that fight yeah so so as far as i'm aware uh i this is the first fire emblem game where there's just a little bit more in between and it's funny because that little bit more for me it's been like a real like hooker like a real like you know magnet for me uh, to play this game which because it makes it a lot more interesting basically in between fights you're spending time in the academy and you i know it's gonna sound a lot like what I just said, but you're training, you're training your units, uh, but they actually, you're talking to these uh, characters and you're kind of taking part in their lives and learning more about them and sort of seeing what the things they struggle with or the things they strive for. Um, and you get to, most of the times when you talk to them, you get to pick like a A or B option of what you're going to say. Uh, and as far as I'm aware, it's like a 50-50 chance. Obviously, it is a 50-50 chance that you're going to get it right. <laughs> but I'm not sure if every interaction there's a right an- right answer. That's the thing. I'm not sure that every time you talk to somebody, one of the answers is going to make them like you more or not. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, sorry. So for with my experience, it does. Because especially like usually what you once you have the all of your your – Whatever characters you have, you have like a roster menu screen. You can look at it, and it has like personality stuff. So if you kind of answer based on what they like, it typically uh, which is which is some sometimes that happens, and it's like it's some. I think for me, it's either obvious or it makes like I just recall one that happened tonight. When I was playing before the show. It was like. The, the, the character's literally, hey, have you seen this character? And, like, your options is, like, <laughs> yes, I've seen him, or no, I haven't. And yeah. obviously, I haven't, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, and I picked, 
no, I haven't. And he said something like, he liked me. He said something like, oh, cool, whatever. You know, I don't like him anyways. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow, that was random. You know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, look, this is the thing about this game that's that's awesome. I know we're talking about all kinds of different things, but it's not perfect. Uh, but I find that so uh, recently my experience has been that the best games really have some flaws that, just kind of make the game whole, you know, and obviously this is a game that I bought the switch for. And I think a lot of people out there might've bought, uh, the console for this game. You know, we talk about that all the time, like games that, uh, you know, sell consoles. Like this is a game that, you know, a title that's going to sell consoles. And this is definitely one of those titles is, is, um, quite, I think it's quite the achievement. Definitely, uh, modify the formula enough. I think so far to, uh, make it into something really, really interesting. Um, what, what's your, uh, what's your take so far on the, uh, on the classes and the, and the class systems? I know you've, you've beat the game and I obviously haven't, and I know there's master classes that you get to unlock at the end. Yes. I, I don't know. I think once one of your characters is eligible for a master class, see the way it works is you can see there's, what is there's like basic classes, intermediate classes, uh, advanced classes and then master class but you can't you can't see what the master classes is, are in the beginning of the game they just don't show them to you which i think is a weird a weird uh caveat that they have in this game and the reason why is as we were kind of talking earlier is to be a class there's a certain requisite like so you have to have like a a grade in uh, swords to go into like an advanced class or whatever. So it's just typically there's like 12 different skills from uh, flying to you know black magic to uh, white magic and spears, lances, so forth and so forth. Uh, and one of the things you have to do is you fight when you fight whatever weapon you use, you you bring up that skill more. Uh, but also, when you're in school, you since you're a teacher and your students are students, you can assign which what they're gonna learn, like focus on, and they you know every week they'll wind up getting like points into it to upgrade it, which is basically just helping you guide them what classes you want them to be in. Uh, and one of the, and what's weird about it is since it doesn't tell you what the master classes is are you. You can't like it's hard for you. You to can't focus plan on which for ones. it, right? Yeah, like so. Typically, like you know, what the master classes like every I'd say the intermediate classes and the beginning classes, uh, for the most part, they have like one or two one skill that you have to focus on. Like say the swords masters, obviously you have to have like a it'll tell you what you need like a C in order to get to this like a C grade of swords to be a sword right, master. like proficiency. Yeah. So and then. I think the advanced classes that they might, you might need like two, two classes. Like, so like if you want, there's this, uh, what is it? Like, uh, so there's like a Pegasus Knight for females because there's two classes that only females can be. And there are, I think two classes only males can be. Oh, that's cool. With, I know that. So the pe all Pegasus Knights, and that's in the Fire Emblem series, all Pegasus Knights are females. So that takes, flying and lances and then that master class when you finally unlock it a lot of them take typically three uh things but since you don't know which ones to focus on you kind of don't really know most of them are like you need two a specializations and uh one like c specialization so you can kind of bring them up but if you don't know what the a ones are it, it takes a long time 
to, to get from, I think like it's ease the bottom rank of a, of a, uh, an ability all the way right. up to like S, S plus. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah, it's like E, E plus and then C, C plus have that. And, plus there. Yeah, and so and so some some people, you know, obviously they favor certain classes. So they might start off the game in the beginning for like a C on something like lances or something if they're if that's what they're kind of into. So, you know, I'd recommend like kind of going with what they're like the, bring up their highest one because most of the master classes they have like a special class that is focused at least like on so. I'm going so to like a do, specialist. Yeah. So just for an example, I'm going to use one. Oh, okay. Uh, so so right. there is like a bow knight. A bow knight is like a he he uses a bow and he rides on a horse. I was going to say, is he is he also a knight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so there's like a, a bow knight for an example. Uh, the bow knight he his specializations you need in order to become that class is riding for a horse a bow obviously and then you need which those i think need to be a in order to to get that class but you also need like a c or c plus in lance uh huh. so because it seems like all the mounted units they're pretty much mostly uh um uh, lances but you wouldn't know that until after you uh after you've leveled up like you know unlocked an ability to see what those master classes are and so so long as one person has unlocked the ability to see what the master classes are everybody can see them so gotcha. that's that's like a weird like again like a weird caveat i don't understand why they particularly did it that way but also one of the things i have an issue with is 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 that's fine like okay i want to focus on this but also all the classes in this game have a specialization that you can master them. So the more you use them, the more you're going to, uh, uh, there's like a little bar for the class itself. And there's like, I'd say there's like 30 classes in this game. Yeah. Uh, and so each one, like the first one, there's only like, like 25 experience points you need. And only every time you attack or defend, you'll get like one point in that. But like the later ones are like a hundred, 150. And, this game is, you know, it's a meaty game, but it takes a long time to master one of those. And I'm one of those guys that, okay, I want to stick with a class and master it. Like, yeah. and, and you get like some bonuses from it. Uh, and so I, even though like at the end of the game, I had a whole bunch of classes that I could like have my characters play as, I only were still in like a few of like the intermediate classes because I, the the intermediate class even still like trying to level like one or just the one I was in like I started off in a beginning so you, class. So yeah, do you get like that? So when you master class, right? You got like uh, an ability you can equip to your character. Um, mm -hmm. Once you change class, you still get to equip that ability. So does is, does it pay off to master the lower ranking classes to get more of those abilities? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. So for an example, like uh, the very first class you are in is a uh, is called a commoner or noble right, or noble. Yeah. And again, like once you master that class, you get a special ability that you can equip on any class that is basically plus five HP. Yeah. Uh, so no matter what class you're in, so long as you've mastered that, you can you can equip that. Uh, and but you can only equip that if you've mastered that class, which is why I'm like, okay, well, if I want to be like a mage class, I want to get special abilities from everybody else, all the other lower mage classes, because they might benefit me quite a bit. But after playing the game, it seems like the best focus might be just like as soon as you can pick what like the master class that you want, unless you were like within like uh, 
arms would reach like say 50 experience points to master that one class, I would just move on. Mm, but again, it, it, it's unfortunate because, but then again, uh, there's stuff in New Game Plus, like, and I'm not going to talk a lot about that. I want to wait till a little later. Uh, yeah. You know, well, but I was just thinking about that New Game Plus before I move on real quick, that I think part of that too is that the fact that I, they pretty much knew that most people are going to at least try to play more than one house, right? Like you may not, mm. you may beat the game and then you may not beat it a second time, move a completely different house, but everybody's going to try. Mm. And if you think about it, for me at least, that gives me motivation. Like the first time I beat the game, I know it's kind of like when you play like an RPG for the first time and you have that first, for me at least, that first character, the first save game, like you don't really understand the game or the mechanics and you kind of mess up and you put points where you're not supposed to, whatever. And then the second time around that you start over, you're like, okay, now I know, you know, like I know what I'm supposed to build or towards or whatever. So I, you know, like I said, the game's not perfect, but I, I think that I see a little bit of a deliberate, you know, uh, attempt there to make it that like that. Yeah. But also my take though is as good a system as that is, I just think it's a little bit of a missed opportunity because you have enough skills and enough kind of like classic uh, classes, uh, well, classic classes uh, in this game, like a paladin, you know, that it's like, you know, typical holy warrior type thing. So mm -hmm. you could have faith and, and sword, for example, and that could be the requirements for that class. But mm. as far as I saw, not like the, the highest tier class, like you said, the, the master classes, but a lot of the, the classes I've seen had just like a single like a one weapon weapon rank or maybe a two weapon rank requirement, uh, which I don't know. I, I just like I said, it's not it's a bad thing, but I just think it's a missed opportunity um, mm -hmm. on their part. Okay. Yeah. So and like I said, like if you if you have seen what the other classes are, like the master classes, you'll be like, okay, well, yeah, there are classes like you were talking about, which like a holy knight or something like that, where they do use like faith and but they don't tell you that like in the beginning so you don't know and you don't know what to focus on uh so th the way it works is like every week you get to teach your students and they get you get to teach them two skill up to two skills uh yeah and so uh e even still like in that beginning like okay you know you can level up two skills so what do you think they're going to use it'll work well together uh and that'll kind of like lead you into the future of what you want those those characters to be uh, so yeah, but I mean, I really like that part and and of the game as far as uh, the house part. And so what happens is like basically every month you're going to get an assignment, which is what leads you into whatever your fight is going to be, uh, right? In your in the battle. And so you know, there's like typically like four weeks in a month. So the first four are the first three weeks are going to be something like, okay, you're going to go explore the monastery and that's where you'll get all these story bits of talking to all the people, you know, interacting with them. You can train, like spend some, you know, you get some like activity points uh, and based on whatever your like professor level is. There's a lot of leveling systems or there's a lot of yeah, like, there leveling are. systems in the game. They can be, they do well explaining everything to you. Uh, because it's obviously as soon as you enter the monastery, it doesn't have like 20 systems. Usually, I think within like the first four months, they introduce all these systems. So they've done a really good job with that, explaining it. So I really won't, don't need to go too much into it. But you get like activity points. Those activity points you use to either have a have a dinner to upgrade your relationship levels, uh, uh, 
uh, with other characters, or you can train with other professors. They can upgrade your abilities, which is pretty neat. And you can do things like fish, but uh, and do like these tournaments and stuff. So, and then you can also instead of doing that, you also have an option to do like random battles. So that's basically how you can level up, like if you want, like if you feel like you're a little underwhelmed or you just like fighting a lot, that you can just go and do that and. Uh, you'll do that during your time. And then it all ac- yeah. accumulates to whatever your assignment is going to be for the month, which is the overarching story for the game. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> this game has got me so thrown for a loop, you know? So <laughs> first, first of all, I'm playing as the female protagonist, right? Which oh, is, Oh my goodness. Which is like something that like I rarely do, but I mean, it happens. It's just, mm-hmm. I thought the male guy, you know, he looked like a toad. Like he just looked weird. I, I <laughs> He he had this weird like high face like I I don't know, and I think the the female is cute and still kind of she looks like a strong you know person like a strong like figure. So anyways, so the other thing too is the first time where you get one of those activities every month. One of them is to explore like the grounds of the school, right? Mm-hmm. And all it is is walking around, talking to different students. Sometimes they'll give you a quest or a task. Uh, and then that eventually, as you progress, you are able to do things like fishing or gardening or there's some activities you do with the students. Like you can pray mm-hmm. with them or eat a meal with them mm-hmm. to like basically boost their, uh, their morale, whatever. Uh, or you can spend time yourself training with like other professors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first time that I did that, I was like, man, like this is that boring part that every <laughs> RPG has that you have to go around, talk to everybody, and I, you always feel obligated to talk to every single NPC. Yeah, because, even those that are not in your class. Yeah, because, like, if you don't, you know, like, you're going to miss something out and then whatever. And, some like, by the time I was done with that first, like, time talking to all the students, I, I was so into it that I was like, oh, now I have to go do a battle. And, like, I had to stop for a second and be like, what just happened? You know, like, I... This is supposed to be the boring part, and now I'm supposed yeah. to go to the cool part. Not that the battle wasn't cool. I mean, I love the, the, the battle system; still pretty, uh, pretty outstanding, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, but you know, going back to what we talked about, the characters being unique, the voice acting—it's probably one of the best voice actings I've seen in games in a long time. Really, really good voice acting. No, I definitely agree. Every single line is, every is voice acted. Line. And every character when they talk, their mannerisms are very unique. It's it's this is a high production value game. Like I, I know me and Andre had talked in the past where the DS games just didn't seem triple A. This is to me, this is as triple A as you can get on the Switch. Like Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I mean I don't want to diverge too long here, but I definitely I have to say the Switch it's kind of like this game. It's not perfect, and there's things I don't like about it, but overall, I love it. Because, um, mm. I, I mean, on the show, I've already joked with you so many times. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm never going to get a Switch to, like, sit in the toilet and play, yeah. you know. Uh, and I, I thought 100% the Switch is going to be, like, stuck to my TV. I'm never going to uh, mm. touch it. And so I think the first time that I – the first day that I got it was maybe, like, three or four days ago. I don't remember. Maybe last, but – I was making dinner upstairs, you know, because I have like a basement where it has my computer or whatever. I was making dinner for the kids. And then there's always like this downtime, right? Like I'm cooking and like I have to wait for something to go. There's a timer on the oven, whatever. And 
I pick up my phone and I'm looking at my phone, just thinking like the switch is downstairs. <laughs> like I can bring it up here and play the game right now. Mm-hmm. And it took me a lot of minute. You know, I gave up. I was like, all right, whatever. So I actually had to take the joy cons out of the box. Cause they refused to I left them in the box. <laughs> I think the joy comes out and I put it on the <laughs> side and I was playing in my kitchen, waiting for the oven to beep, you know, I was playing fire amble. So I know getting diverted here a little bit, but, um, quite the, uh, quite the uh the game so far um yeah so i think classes we, we kind of covered it mm. uh definitely still made the game very interesting uh the game does look beautiful uh it's not like your perfect like graphical like deliverance if you're kind of a computer mm-hmm. snob like me and you're used to you know perfect resolutions whatever it's not perfect there's some mm-hmm. it's a little bit of rough edges here and there but like i said before i mean it's it's a really awesome game it's the the i guess the negatives kind of just bleep on your radar and you kind of just you know ignore them yeah no definitely and uh i i want to i think when i beat the game it was like a six it's a 60 hour game just on the one house and you know once i started the new new game plus and trying a different house i was excited about learning the story and i think there's going to be quite a bit of like difference in the story it's not just like the exact same story with just different characters in it uh it just definitely doesn't seem like that just the matter of the uh the way that they're talking again i've already seen a few scenes that are either not there or pretty significantly different since the uh, last one like and i know there are characters that i got in the first first uh game playthrough that uh I, I haven't gotten at all in this one and mm-hmm. vice versa there were there was like these two characters i really wanted in my first playthrough but i just couldn't get them due to like certain story beats and i got them like really quickly uh after you know in the second playthrough which i was quite surprised about uh so there is that's one thing like there is also a lot of game in here that you can spin and enjoy it like well, you know, one playthrough was like 60 hours. I think I've probably put in maybe another like eight hours in the second playthrough already. It obviously does go by a lot faster that second playthrough because the way the new game plus works, you get these points that you can spend that kind of let you bypass some of the not tedious stuff, but just like like you can level up skills you've already leveled up and stuff uh, that makes it go by a lot quicker. Uh, that I really enjoyed, which. Uh, I, I have a feeling we'll talk about this game more throughout the next couple of weeks, especially as Andre plays more. I'm so happy that he's got a Switch and he's not like, he didn't throw it in the trash within like the first <laughs> like 10 minutes. Uh, so me, me and Heidi are going to have to get him his uh, Switch robe to join our cult. Uh, now that he's finally one of us. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy about it. Well, you know, to my, in my defense, <laughs> I always said that there just there weren't games I wanted to play mm-hmm. in the system. You know, and that I think that moment is definitely here now. So if you're out there holding out like me, get this game and get the Switch. Yeah, and one thing that is cool about this game that we don't mention is, you know, as a Nintendo franchise, this is also one of the more mature franchises. So it's not like a mascot platform, which is, I think, one thing that especially attracts Andre to it. Yeah, Uh, and to be be honest, now that you kind of open that can over there real quick, I played uh, Radiant Dawn and I mean, why can't I remember the name of the other game? It's two games, GameCube and one came out late for the um, uh, the um, the Wii. But anyways, there are Fire Emblem games or AAA titles, and they were the last before this. They were the last like 
Nintendo's main console sort of Fire Emblem. And they were an adult store. I mean, they weren't like, you know, rated R, but they were yeah. They were pretty like, you know, it wasn't just something for little kids. Kind of Game of Thrones-ish, but maybe a little less violence. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, maybe maybe a little less uh, sod- uh, not sodomy, but castration or something. Exactly, for yeah. Characters. It, is, it is like very like, it's anime versus uh, anime Game of Thrones, but uh, yes. and, and it kind of gets in there with like the nobles and stuff. So it's like a head, headier thing instead of just like jumping on mushroom uh, guys and yeah. turtle shells. <laughs> and you know, since then I know there's a lot of really good Fire Emblem games released, but they came out for, you know, the DS and then the 3DS and that was a letdown for me. That was kind of um, something that really turned me off. And when this game came out and, you know, Robert's playing and I heard him talk about it. I was all excited. I watched that video. I'm not going to spoil much here, but let's just say in the intro, there's a movie, there's a cinematic, and there's two characters fighting. And it's the typical, like, anime duel. One character kind of has, like, an advantage over the other and pulls out a knife and then kind of puts the knife close to the other guy's throat. And you're like, okay, you know, whatever. But then he proceeds to like actually murder the guy with the knife in like kind of like a bloody scene, and I was like, "Whoa, this is definitely not, you know, that the same like 3ds kind of Fire Emblem games that were made out there." Which for me that was like a big bat signal in the sky for me to to get it. Yeah, and uh, also one one more thing I just want to mention uh, about the game that's really cool is. Uh, if you don't like, like, say you play it and you love the battling, but you don't, you just don't really care much about entering, or like the uh, doing the teaching, all that stuff. You can automate anything in this game. You can, I mean, but if you like that aspects with the relationship building and all that stuff, you can automate the battles. Like, so, you know, if you think it's like, oh, it might be like really overwhelming to do all this stuff, like. Pick what you like and then just yeah. do that and that's what's fun and that's that's something that nintendo has done really well with this franchise especially this game because i've never seen it done like that before in this game but like again like okay you just want to do battles battle after battle well we can go ahead and do that that's that's what you can do just but if you don't just automate the battles and go talk uh, talk to all your uh students and stuff uh, yeah. And it is. I do think it is a little funny though that you're a professor for these students, but you guys are essentially like the same age. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a very like anime Japanese. And, and that's funny. The beginning. I think <laughs> I think seeing two different school, uh, houses because I saw the video for the other guy that the other house they picked. But like one of the first things your class tells you is like, hey, so even though you're a teacher, we're kind of you know we're gonna treat you the same. Is that cool? Can we <laughs> yeah. pretend like this, you're not a teacher? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've loved every every minute of this game that I've played. I'm still playing it. I was surprised because. As as listeners of the show might know, my interest tends to wane quite a bit the longer I've been playing a game, and it very rarely lasts this long. But I still don't want to give this game up. Like I'm loving playing even a second playthrough and going for the next house, which I chose. Like the second one, I chose the uh, Blue Lions, which was the one I was least interested in. Uh, and I, but I'm still finding things I like about the house too. Still. So there's plenty in this game to do. You, it's a sixty dollar game, but man, like, there's there's a lot of meat on that bone in this game for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I totally recommend it. I think like, you know, after Andre beats it, and I, you know, however, whenever he beats it, I want to do like a spoiler cast to kind of compare, uh, 
at least you know our final final things like his storyline and stuff like that i'd love to do that uh, yeah let's do it but uh all right other than that thank you guys very much uh let's uh i think that's gonna be close to it for us now but that's that's definitely enough fire emblem talk we've we've, yeah. we've gone like 35 Smooth minutes on. on this uh so but it was a lot of fun thanks guys yep um I mean, it seems like a lot of a lot of stuff. Like, I know that that kind of game to me is a little overwhelming. And being that I am kind of a completionist, I know that I will just be driven insane. So, I'm glad <laughs> that you're able to do that and then give us our, your perspective. <laughs> Probably not. Because, like, I'm 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 my, my I'm torn between buying the like the, the the new switch that has well not the new the switch that now has the upgraded battery life. Or am I going to wait for the pro to come out? Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably if you want, you you wait. And I like I say right wait. now, like yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like if you get a switch, yeah, don't get it for just one game. But there are a lot of really good games on Switch. <laughs> like it's not just like getting it for oh, one yeah, no, game. Oh yeah, I'm not talking like, about yeah, no, just but, yeah, games yeah. that I want to play. Yeah, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that Marvel game that came out just, too, but it's still not. Oh yeah, the Ultimate Ultimate Alliance Three. Yeah. I mean, I hear it's, it's. I hear yeah, it's more of the same. But if you, I mean, if it's an ultimate alliance game, you know what you're getting into. You know, kind of. So yeah, I, 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 I I'm, I'm interested. In it. Me too, uh, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not getting anything this the, the uh, near future. And I did like, and it's something I never really do. But I also got the season pass for Fire Emblem, just because it's going to add like more story and more things later on. But I did that. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to keep playing it, and then probably right after that is when I'm going to go back into uh, Pathfinder because it's weird because even games, like, usually when I get off of a game, you know, it's, like, completely out of my mind once I started this new game. But I just feel like every day I'm still thinking about Pathfinder, Kingmaker. I mean, is that good of a game that I'm committing myself to beating it even though... uh, I'm off of it right now. I just I want to go back to it. I like the story of those characters, and I want to see how it all plays out at the end. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I haven't really been doing much. Uh, I've been watching a lot of like uh, shows on Hulu and stuff, and uh, that's about it. I actually one thing I do want to say, even though it's not again, it's a show that I've been watching. Is <laughs> if you ever get a chance, like. I say like Taxi is my favorite like sitcom oh God, of all time, it. but like this last like last couple of weeks or last couple of days especially, I Hulu has like the whole series of like Golden Girls, and I am like surprised <laughs> at how funny and how much I've laughed at that show. Like even just on the background, like in the first like three episodes, I think I like I think in the second episode I did like an actual spit take of just like I was drinking something and they said it and it's I love that it. is, like. A really funny show, like I love that. However old it is, yeah, it's, like it's a classic. And it's amazing how, yeah, how uh, everything they talk about, and especially like in that was the early eighties yep. when it came it's out. In the eighties, like, like, yeah, in Miami. But like the things they talk about, like I think even like the the second or third episode, you know, is like about like a divorce, and then like they talk about like uh, old, old people having sex again. I mean, one of the main characters that's pretty much her old <laughs> stick is being Blanche Devereaux. Uh, <laughs> yeah but uh it's it's really funny just the way they talk to each other i i was laughing out loud and i haven't done i haven't done that in a while i love that nice i think it's great because they just had a i guess like an anniversary um celebration here in miami where 
there's this one local place called Vicky's House, and they had a whole Golden Girls edition. Oh, really? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Yes. And they had outfitted the entire place in, like, Golden Girls memorabilia that they offered, like, special milkshakes with the cheesecake, I think, and... Yeah, I mean it's just it's fun. It's I can I've watched every single episode of well, that show. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I have seen every single episode. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that and Three's Company. Those are like my top two ever. And Bob Newhart. See, I, Three's that that's one I never could get into Three's Company, and I like uh, John Ritter, but man, I cannot like. I I never never enjoyed that show. Oh, it was a Don Knotts and Susan Summers and I don't understand that. <laughs> That's all right. But yeah. I, oh, I did finish but, Stranger uh, Things finally. Oh, nice. Oh, yay! Finally, finally. Oh, I. So okay, I think everybody I, is now finished it, right? Yes. Yes. So Andre, are you the only one that was disappointed with it? Was I? Um. I mean, it's not that I was disappointed. I just think that they went some places maybe because they were just comfortable and they were trying to change things up that I think if you look at the first season and what made that show really great, it kind of, I think, deviated a little bit too much from it. Like, it's still it's still the same show, obviously, the same characters. You have the same vibe, but the whole the whole Russian thing i think for me it was a bit of a stretch um and just some of that funny this didn't do it for me but it was still i wouldn't say i was disappointed uh it just wasn't quite as good for me as uh the second season maybe the first one okay hmm. what about what about you, know, you the second season i didn't care about i did right. not like the second season that much the third season kind of brought it back a little bit more to me and i Good. I understand why they were bringing the Russians, considering it's the 80s and it's that's the what, Cold yeah, War. That's what, that's what I was the height say. of the Cold War. Yeah, so for me, I think it just makes sense. Like, if you're going to have an enemy, it's going to be the Russians, which is It what doesn't. Everybody- I mean, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, that happened at the same time. I get it, but for uh there's just there's so much there i mean i guess the next season they're going to explain obviously there's some sort of portal that allowed the russians to go from that base back to russia uh, which is my other thing yeah. too like yeah i mean who knows because and the way that they left i didn't like the end by the way like you know when they after the credits the end credits oh, scene, yeah. yeah yeah i was not a, not the biggest oh, yeah. fan of it actually I am wondering who the American is, however. Oh, it's but it's um Murray. It's, I'm pretty sure. No, the cop. Yeah, I I'm pretty yeah, sure. I don't know why they would think it's Murray because I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I I do. I I think without no. Hopper, I mean. No I, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, but like the show without Hopper, no. I don't. I think he he. No, adds don't get, important role I would love show. it. No, don't get me wrong. I would love really it. All, wait, all three of you think that it's Hopper? Well, here's what I'm gonna say. Like, I, I think. I'm, I don't. I'm I don't gonna, know. I, I'm gonna I don't say know, that. I'm just saying. Like, that if it's, I don't think Hopper's dead. Maybe that's maybe the American yeah. isn't that. Maybe that's that's not him. The American they're referring to, but I think Hopper isn't gone. I actually hope he is. I I want to say I'm gonna be the only one in this in this group that's gonna and, say he's gone. Well, like the and country. Some, 
he's dead. There's no way. It would. I would give them. I mean, it would. It would. It would take balls to do it, and I would applaud them for doing it. But personally, I mean, of course, I'm a fan of the of the actor, and I'm a fan of the character. But it makes the most sense to me. It does. It does. That doesn't make any sense. Like, how would he? How would he survive that? Well, it's because the the reason why is because there is definitely because if you think about it, all the Russians, right? When when Heyman, um, why on the writer's character, uh, Joyce. Yeah, when they're running into that control room and other Russians are running out, the Russians disappear. Like they don't, they don't resurface. Yeah, they disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, they vaporize. No, no, no. The ones that are running about, that are running away, that are not there. Like they, all the other people that work there, they disappear. Right? Like they don't. When the when the American soldiers get there, they don't fight. Everything is empty. They don't see anybody. So it implies mm-hmm. that there is some sort of tunnel or portal or some way that the Russians go from there underneath that city back to Russia. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think, I think there's just, there's, there's like another back door <laughs> to get out of, to get out of the yeah. base. I didn't think there was like, you know, portal. It's portal. like a, they live I mean, with their yeah. watches where they're I, able to yeah. open the door. It's like, yeah. what, like what is like, happening? Are they, I could like I I do feel like I get what Andre's saying with the Russians like I don't I, I wish they could do something besides the Russians or like the fact that the Russians did this whole giant underground base like miles long down in the underground I think that was a little far-fetched but <laughs> I'm putting my suspension <laughs> of disbelief to service whatever story oh, they're wait, trying wait, to wait, tell but it's a mall, because but it just shows exactly what we were talking about earlier like a this was the time where the mall was emerging and the mall rats were becoming a thing. So to me, it makes sense. That is where the American people were headed. Like, socially, we wanted to congregate in a place like the mall. And why not be able to do it yeah. in the guise of something as big as that? Like, to me, that's believable. No, I get, I, 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 no, I get that. That it would be under a mall, but it's also like my what well, it seemed like it was like miles yeah. deep down yeah. in this in the mall base. Like, but building anything nobody like that would, take would notice years this years and years and years. And, and yeah, I mean, and especially like I think but, years, okay, maybe it's like my like, construction and engineering background. I, I don't know. But, but how is that it, impossible if the Cold War has been going on since for decades at that yeah. point? Since the sixties, well, like right? like think about it, like even before that. Well, yeah. Yeah, but this, but this thing was like this thing was How like built that make within it like a easier year. to build. No, you, it was never said that it was built. Maybe the mall was built within a year, but it doesn't mean that the that the structure itself wasn't built. Exactly. Uh, because remember, they said that the the what do you call Carrie Elwood's character that the that the Russians have been talking to him for not for a while now. It wasn't just like over the course of a year. They've been buying properties for okay. A while. okay. Exactly. Yeah, but but I mean the whole point is they went the Russians went here. They said it was easier because the tear had already been opened. It was opened within the last two years because that's when the show started. So, but that, again, that's just like <laughs> arguing like some, some semantics at this point. Like, yeah, it happened. I'm putting that suspension of disbelief there. I don't really care. It's like part of the story. It was a really enjoyable story. I actually think this might have been like my mm. favorite. There, scene. I actually it would go as far as to say Be- that as well. Because I, I'll tell you, like I, 
I like the second season, but I know the problems with it where, like, really, like, the middle of the, that, that season, it, like, dips. Like, you know, you have that whole episode where Eleven go, you know, the infamous Ugh. episode where she goes to see yeah. her sister. Like, that, where it's, like, the one shot, uh, and that's just, like, nobody else is involved. And it's really, like, the show is really good when it has groups working together. So the fact that she was out on her own, it was just boring, I agree. like... I don't know why it had to be in there. Yeah, I get I it. They were, they were trying to... Ex- I think they were just that trying to expand... That was the Yeah, they were trying to expand the story. They were but, trying to, like, show that it wasn't just... You know, obviously it wasn't just Eleven because she's number Eleven. You know, they were trying to expand it. They just yeah. didn't do it as well or as... You know, they didn't... It wasn't tight. It, was, it wasn't subtle. Yeah, I think... It right. should have been... And that's a thing that yeah. you already know. She's already, like, number 11. Obviously, there are others before yeah. her and yeah. after her. Like, it just... Yeah. It, it's that yeah. fact that they just felt like they needed to make it even... Like, they almost assumed that the audience was that dumb. So, right. I that's the reason why I didn't enjoy that part. That was what made season two the worst for me. Yeah. Was because I felt like... Whoa, yeah. I get it, guys. You don't need to do somebody yeah, else. I mean, this had added nothing to what was going on in uh, Hawkins. It just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think I, I also think that unless there's like a payoff, like if there's a payoff, maybe next season or even in the final season where more of the numbers come together, then maybe that's more worth it. But just the fact that, okay, she exists now. She knows she's not alone. She's not the only number that survived. Like, I don't feel there's a payoff. Like, there was a payoff in that season or this season. Somebody to show up to help her, like one of her little friends from last season or something. I just didn't have that and stuff that bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My, but, uh, my, my problem with season okay. two, I mean, I, that that was a weak point too. But I don't know, like the, like the 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 climax of season two, like you know, just yeah, eleven shows up and then they go to the they go to the under they go to the the, the tear, you know, and then they fight the mind. The, well, eleven fights the giant mind flayer by screaming her head off, you know. And I'm like, okay, like they, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I get it, but like it's like they overpowered her again. Like it's like she's completely. I, I agree. That's why I loved season three so much. Season three, like she had someone that she had to fight against. She was weak against that, you know. Like she had some victories, but in the end, like she gets beaten by 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 um by the mind flare as it was, you know. Like I liked it. I liked that it was it wasn't just her, you know, deciding to like power up and defeat everybody. It actually took all this teamwork and all this everybody yeah. doing their thing. Like I I I really like season three a lot. I I. I- to agree with that yeah, because I- you had three different groups like main groups solving and getting to the same kind of conclusion but they each served their purpose which definitely showed that they needed each other to actually achieve this goal which i i loved about it too i think that's definitely why season three was the best mm. Yeah, it was definitely everybody was on the game. Like all, all three squads or four squads. I, I, again, like Nancy's squad was not. I was just Nancy and what's his name? Nancy and John, like as, as Jonathan as, <laughs> as part of you know uh, the Mike and Lucas group and with Max. I kind of like. Oh yeah, they were they, they were got, definitely yeah. like. <laughs> it just shows you, like, also, like, if this was ever done in the night, or that, like, when cell phones were made, like, none of this would happen because everybody is off in their yeah. own little world. Nobody can pick up a phone and just talk to anybody. I and, know. Uh, and that happened in, se- in sec- season two, but 
Man, like also like the whole like uh, Chips Ahoy team. Oh, Scoops uh, Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> Scoops Ahoy. That was yeah. good. That was. See, this is why like... Steve is like Steve is like ranked up there as my favorite. Oh yeah, character. yeah. Steve, I love He's Steve. Actually, like, yeah. My favorite. I He's never thought lovely. I would love Steve and Dustin so Nobody, much. Nobody, you know, so many that are like I can't believe Steve is like the most like real character in the show. <laughs> yeah. Because he's. Well, he's he's also definitely he grown has, the most. He too, has evolved like, the most. Nancy hasn't really like evolved that much. I did like her with the shotgun, though. I did think that was. <laughs> she's. That was, that was from the first. The yeah, first well, one, yeah. Right? She showed that she could had. actually shoot, but then, yeah. you know, in this one, she's like taking on the the shotgun, the driving duty. Yeah. But but I didn't see a lot from Jonathan. He's like actually the biggest dud to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like just, really just okay, Nancy. Whatever, like yeah. whatever you want. Let's let's we'll just follow. And he always feels like yeah. that guy in the background. There's just like, like uh, if you ever yeah, play tag, and then you have Steve coming to save the day. Like he yeah, comes that. in the car, mm-hmm. he rams the car, and that like helps them. And then he comes again, and he it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve is fucking the shit, and he's, so, <laughs> and he's the one in the sailor outfit that looks. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> after so, he's been after he's been tortured for like hours yeah. <laughs> right oh, you kind man. of you want to believe in that guy and i yeah. think that, that makes him so likable as he is the most normal of all of them and yet is the most one of the most helpful <laughs> surprising yeah and i do love the i love the the <laughs> the terminator russian Oh yeah. I just, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I just kept thinking he was a mix of um Arnold Dol- Schwarzenegger and I Robert Dol- Patrick. And Robert Patrick, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe he did say Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it right away, but you do see it now. Oh, I just loved it though. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. And, 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 the, the only thing I didn't like I love I mean Hopper, like I love David Harbour's character, but I don't know, like Hopper like I just didn't. I didn't like him this season. Like he all was he, too much of a bully. Yeah, he was just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just like. Yeah, he's pick, except for his on, last uh, scene. His last scene was really, really good. Yeah, but, you know, but. Uh, I still like Hopper, and I actually like how he chose to go with that loud shirt, like a Magnum PI. Oh yeah. Or yeah. I actually first got <laughs> oh, yeah. Crockett from Miami Vice. Uh, no, but then yeah, when they a... mentioned Magnum P.I., I was like, oh, that makes more sense, actually. Right, right. It definitely is more of that character. But I thought that that was nice that it was that involvement evol- for him. Right. For 80s. It's just like so much anger. Like, I get it. I get he's I get he's got stuff going on. But, like, the anger just seemed a little bit much, you know. Especially but... when Joyce just didn't well, show up. It was Yeah. Just, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, and he's... So I, don't know, I guess he was frustrated during that time. But man, like, I I also hope like Murray was probably I don't know if he was my favorite character oh, yeah. this season, but I just I loved Murray this this season. And I do kind of wish like he they didn't do the same shtick they did mm-hmm. in the second season with him, where he just kind of tells the two characters to just sleep with each other. And that was on the first uh, season. That was like wait, was the sec- second season? Yeah, oh, second okay. season, second season. So that that was like when they did that, I was like, uh, like I get why he's doing it, but I hope that's not yeah, his thing. I like get you it. know. Uh, and uh, and I was I was happy when like just he was so involved and his like friendship with Alexi right, was yeah. really cool. Yeah. 
But it's like he's just like it's like the guy that comes in that knows the one thing that needs to be done. Like you know, they call him in as a specialist for anything, whether it's translating, whether it's like looking at the old photos to put the final piece together or anything like that. Like, but he was like really involved this season, so uh, I guess at some point he's got to be like part of this team. But he shut down like the government. He stopped the like Russians. Like he's pretty much done the most for uh for the uh the the town and the show but like he gets like none of the credit and he's like he's just kind of like also like going along with everything you know like you don't need to explain to him there's these monsters or anything he just says like i gotta do that we need you to do this he complains about having to get involved but then he winds up doing anything but he doesn't really question anything either right right it's like of course there's russians here of course there's an evil corporation there like well yeah because now he's and he's like with it you know he knows yeah and now he's now he's valid now he's at some point now he's like it's uh, yeah, I'm just I'm saying at some point he's probably gonna die and he's gonna come back okay, in like a see, white suit and he's gonna be Murray the that's White. That's the like, one who I think is waiting on the other side. You think it's Murray? Yeah. He, well, no, because he took yeah. Joyce yeah, but out. There's nothing he, else he, that was he, after that. However, yeah, because it was three, it was three months later though. So that's the whole thing. Who knows? What there's was nothing else that follows up with you him. You think he's like trying to be like? Uh, he got captured yeah. later on or something. Yeah. That's, possible. There. That's definitely possible. Yeah, because he's the one who speaks Russian. He knows the most about hmm. the government conspiracies. But he's you guys... the one who is the most... And also, he's almost like an enemy of the state. Don't you think it makes sense that Hopper has this... It's like it's a mysterious death, right? Because they don't show how he just disappears, and then there's this character... <laughs> yeah. and that is and a they don't want to like... say who it is. <laughs> it happens to an American... I don't know. Listen, if, uh, and I have to agree with Andre, and I think this is, as as a character that is as big as Hopper, unless you see him uh-huh. disintegrate and like go it into like was, it was little clear they wanted to make it like, like a thing where you didn't see him die. Like, and, and, yeah. Well, I really like, hope they don't do that because it's just like it's too okay. Everybody's saying <laughs> well, that it's you better you better temper your expectations now, Heidi. That's exactly what's going to happen when it happens. I'm just going to be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, won't you guys be feeling the same way? To oh. me, that's just too, too I easy. I expected that. No. That's again, too like, fucking easy. So, and b- I'm building like the, building the Hoover Dam under a mall, basically it's not. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I mean, but I no, we're, no, we're talking on a, in, in, a, in a story. In like, a story established, yeah. this is yeah. decades worth of work. So in the storytelling standpoint... Okay, remember General George Patton did not believe in the Russians, even though they were the allies at the time. So imagine that that has been in place since the 1940s. Wouldn't it make sense that the Russians would already have some stuff under, like, going on, things like that? Yeah, Just put yourself in the mindset of that. To me, it makes sense. Again, I think this show, especially like since it's so based on the '80s, it's there needs to be like a suspension of disbelief here. Like, it's no, like, it's, within, within, yeah. it's not far fetched to me. Yeah, it's not. Like within within the within the re- within the universe that is established within its own world that is built, it's not like breaking. Yeah, I feel like it's not like t- like breaking any rules or like you know like taking me out of it. You know, because like within that world of of interdimensional monsters and things like that, and the Cold War and the Russians who have been around. This is the tamest. Yeah, like this it's, is the it's, tamest and most realistic. 
part of it. I would definitely, it. yeah, because that's not to say like the, the, the underground facility wasn't, who says the underground facility was all about finding the rift, finding the tear? That facility exactly. could have just, that facility could have been there for a number of things, so. And the Russians could have been there for who knows how long. That's what I think. Uh, I guess. I'm, Time I mean, will tell. Again, we can we <laughs> just, just bookmark the episode. Of, in, ter- <laughs> in terms of Hopper, though, yeah, like if he, if he, that's the thing, like, it's kind of like, well, it's, uh, was it Schro- Schrodinger's cat? Like right now he's both alive and dead in our minds kind of a thing. Like if he's, uh, he's I pretty mean, alive, yeah, he's alive and dead, like to Heidi, he's dead, to, to us, he's, he's most likely alive. If he's dead, like I'll. I can't wait to prove you all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi's fired up. I told you so. <laughs> I think the cool I mean okay like let's as a compromise to that I think what what would be I what would be a really cool thing is that if Hopper didn't come back till like the very last episode or something like that you know Oh so they're going to just do like another 11 thing where he's out of it until he comes back on White Knights everything yeah, like, I hope they I wouldn't say that like, he's alive, say necessarily I think thing, but yeah. but 11 you were following like along with her whole right. thing so it wasn't really yeah. I, but I you, I think like the episode one you're going to find out who the American is whether it's him Murray. whether it's uh, Bowman <laughs> or it's like they say it's what uh, Papa or whatever, who, whatever his name oh, is oh, the first Matthew, season. oh Matthew Modine oh that's right yeah people oh. that is so like the, a thing going around that apparently see like, now that makes a lot of sense to me too the other possibility for me too is that hopper jumped into gate and he's stuck on the upside down because <laughs> it's possible there's no, a whole i would wall. hate that god i would hate that uh, i really hope that i love one I love man against elvis like, hopper to be alive <laughs> i know <laughs> I, so he's just gonna a portal is gonna yeah. open up like i don't Gonna be naked just, and in a bar, and he's gonna take somebody's it's sunglasses. Gonna be like and Terminator Two, where it's close. just like Hopper naked in a bubble with lightning. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hope not. That being said, now that I made a Terminator <laughs> reference, I hope Michael Bean comes. That'd be cool. I think he could. Aww. I know. Yeah, I right? wish Bob. I wish. Well, who, I wish so, it were Bob. So who do you think? Like, what if it were Bob? <laughs> that would be a twist. Samwise Gamgee comes right back. I, I, I'll tell you one thing though. I do really think that like Carrie, Carrie Elf, Elf. I can't say his name. Carrie Els, he was like oh, really yeah. underutilized in this. Like I was, I really wanted a lot more from him. Like he was just barely in it. I was like, oh, he's gonna be this like really major character, but he's pretty much only in like one or yeah. two episodes, yeah. and it's just he's like an extended cameo. Down. Uh, yeah, Fabian didn't even that. believe me and when I, I said there was, I was Carrie He was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yes, so, it is. So he I didn't was, even recognize him. Oh, I, my God. Yeah, I was really disappointed. <laughs> he, he did it. He didn't I just wish they could have done him. more. My wife did that, too, at one time. Yeah, he was like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. That's my it. wife was the worst, though, because she like that happened, and then she like couldn't recognize him. And she went, oh, yeah, he was in 51st Dates. Uh, and I was like, really? <laughs> Wait, he <laughs> was? Oh, no, no. Yeah. He's talking, she's talking about uh, Sean Astin. Okay, oh, Sean Astin was in 50. But, I mean, why would you think of that movie of all the other movies he's done? Yeah, that's like saying Carrie Elwes and being like, oh, yeah, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Well, actually, I would understand that one. <laughs> Princess yeah. Bride. It's all Princess Bride. 
Okay, but but Sean Astin is different because you can say yeah. Goonies. Goonies. You can say Rudy. In, you can say Man. Man. You could say motherfucking The Lord of the Rings where he's yeah. Samwise Gamgee the whole three fucking movies <laughs> and the most loyal friend to Frodo. That's Adele. insane to me that anybody would say 51st day. Yeah, yeah. That was that was true Barrymore's brother. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? Uh, Not to mention that he is Patty Duke's son. I mean, oh, you know what? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh wow. And his father is John Aston, who's Gomez in Adam's family. Yeah. Holy crap! I didn't know. I did not know that. That's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, my mind has been blown. <laughs> but yes. Yep. Now you can see the resemblance. You're like. Oh. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Now we've. Uh, I love it. I love the speechless. <laughs> but yeah, Bob. Bob. Bob should come back. I'm glad Bob got his little. His, his, Bob, Bob. Yeah, I there's don't no know. way Bob can come he back. That, little... I think that would that would upset me more than anything. But just like I and I loved his character. I love Bob. Like Bob. Bob. Bob, Bob is me. Oh, like me in like ten more years. <laughs> like, I love him. He's a Radio uh, Shack guy. Yeah, but that's the point. That's the point yeah. that Heidi's making, though. Like, Bob's death was, like, really felt because, like, he earned his death. You didn't want him <laughs> to die. And Hopper, like, you don't want Hopper to die, but, like, he dies. He earns his death. He gets, like, a hero's death going. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I think that it would cheapen it if they bring him back. Well, <laughs> don't cheapen this. Uh, we'll go, oh, we're, we're, we're going to the dollar store. Didn't show him dying though. It's just like result. He's missing now. It's what he disintegrated. Is. He's no. He's they just got missing. disintegrated. It didn't show that. So why? Why? Because it, that wasn't on the shot. That wasn't shown. But then it just cheapens him as a character. Well, that's what they did. It's already happened. No, <laughs> because if you would have died, no, it's, like, it's the fact that they didn't. Sh- yeah, the fact that they didn't show him being disintegrated. They just showed his goodbye to Joyce. That was like that's all you that needed. That's all you needed to exactly. see. No, exactly. That's more powerful than showing him go into like powder dust. Look, by the I rules of movies, we know no. that he's not dead. <laughs> It's not a rule of movies. <laughs> it is no. absolutely a rule. No. No. <laughs> brothers, if you're listening, please do not bring, do not bring him back. Please do not bring Hopper back. Uh, and somewhere, uh, and on my end, I'll, 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 I'll be looking forward to seeing Hopper in the first scene of like the first episode, of season four. So. And I just, I was like, I'll hear like in the distance a scream of like, no. I just want, I want David Harbour to like, I want to imagine David Harbour like listening to this podcast and hearing Heidi go, don't bring him back. He was going, hey. You know, like, but that is, just, yeah, it, I, it is the most fitting way to have let him go to me. And it yeah. is. David Harbour, if you're listening, listen to the whole thing. Not just not bringing you back. Okay. Listen to the reason. <laughs> I just love that. Like, just <laughs> it's out of respect for the character. Yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta cut it out, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those days. I gotta, gotta hop. I gotta hop there. You, 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 you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hop like Hopper. <laughs> I do. Oh my God. You gotta, All right, bye. Yeah.
Okay, good night. No, hey, good I... night, bye. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. Hang up already. <laughs> sorry, already. Man, like he didn't, he didn't like kill Hopper. Yeah. Like, he just, he just... so because I'm telling you, I'm leaving. You can actually know that I'm leaving. <laughs> good night, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye, uh, Andre. Good night. Uh, that is actually the most official goodbye Andre has done. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the only. He's like, he's like, he's like oh man, all right, yeah. Up. I think it's about that time, and then click. Usually he just like clicks off. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh guys, kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of late, and that's all you hear. It's kind of late. <laughs> I think, I think the moment he felt rushed to, he felt like it had to be like a formal, <laughs> a formal felt well. <laughs> Well, it's better than just like click, he's gone, and then we talk for him for like 20 minutes. Like, I'm done with you. <laughs> I think he was, he was, he was caught off guard. It was really. <laughs> he's like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't kill Hopper. <laughs> Gotta hop. I gotta hop. You asked like... for it the moment you use that expression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said like, I've, "I'm gonna make like a bunny and hop." Oh my. Well, I do. I do have the title for that show now, though, so I like it. It's gonna be a sh- shooting hop. hop. <laughs> uh, <hang on. laughs> oh, hopper. That was that was good. That was good. I think that's the episode. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Side Scrolls. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share to all your friends and family. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact us at our email, sidescrolls at gmail.com, or tweet us at sidescrollspod. We're excited and looking forward to evolving and growing our humble podcast together with you guys. Thanks and have a great day. See, I always, I, I always go to uh, the whole philosopher. I'm a philosopher. Oh, so you're oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, from history, history like, of the world. Bullshit history last of the world. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you? No. <laughs> Did you try to bullshit last week? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, a bullshitter. Oh. Man, she's like really funny. It's just that glare she yes. gives everybody. <laughs> like, she's so good at it. Yeah. I just love her. I love B. Arthur. Oh, God. So Wish you were still alive. So does Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds loves B. Arthur. Yeah, he always yeah. brings You're up his temple. Yeah, he actually he actually paid no. he paid the rights because he didn't have the rights to use Bay Arthur's uh, likeness, but he really? actually yeah he actually paid for the rights that he could wear a B. Arthur T-shirt on on the Deadpool no movie. Hey, I love that. You're kidding me. I did not realize that. Yep. Oh man, I loved her no nonsense. She was so good. <laughs> she was the. Yeah, I think it's like so far she's the funniest woman by far. Because Rose, Rose is kind of like you know ditzy. Uh, yeah.